By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? What's up, everybody? My name is Matt Medeiros, and I'm a friend and a neighbor of the maestro of Mental Health Podcast, Mr. Tim McCarthy. And you're listening to another great episode of 20 Tim Minutes. Hey, yo. What's going on, guys? This is Tim McCarthy, host of the podcast, 20 Tim Minutes. You're probably getting sick of me with that same introduction, but you know what? This could be your first time listening. Episode 60, 20 Tim Minutes. This is a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. That introduction was done by my friend and neighbor. Yes, my neighbor, Matt Medeiros. Uh, you can actually follow him on Twitter at uh, Inked Guitarist, but there's no E in Inked. Because all the uh, Twitter handles and other social media handles are always taken. So when you try to do something, you're like, ah, shit, I got to figure out how to do this. But it's better than throwing a couple numbers on at the end. Because if you had an AOL or AIM username and you just tacked on a bunch of uh, numbers at the end, you're very lazy. You got to get you got to get a little bit um, creative when it comes to names. So you just got to remove the e like Matt did, and you'll be you'll be good to go. Um, but Matt, great neighbor, great person. Thank you for that introduction. Big wrestling fan, big music guy, big jujitsu guy. So be sure to follow him. Say hello. Uh, and then if you want to move in on the street and become a neighbor, uh, there's you can just build a house somewhere and uh, join the club. Um, but what's going on, guys? Again, like I always wanted to start off with this uh, for every episode. Uh, the Suicide Prevention Lifeline number is 1-800-273-8255. Or if you're like me and don't like talking to people on the phone, you can use the Crisis Text Line. Text the word HOME to 741741 uh, for U.S. and Canada. There are more options for people over the pond. Uh, so you can go to crisistextline.org. So yeah, episode 60. Um, I'm always like infatuated by the number of episodes I've done because I still have my interviews that are coming back soon. It's when I have a little bit better motivation to record those because uh, I have none still. And I've been beating a dead horse every week about my motivation. But you know what? I'm going to stop talking about it because I keep bringing it up. But I will say this about my motivation. All right. Just one more thing. Okay. You can like Google different ways to like get motivated and take other people's like word for it, but you're the only one that can figure it out, like what's going to motivate you. Cause there's one that's like reward yourself uh, for doing a task. I'm like, I'm going to reward myself now because no one is holding it over my head. So you got to find certain things. And I'm still trying to find out what, um, what works for me for motivating. I think just taking all off all my clothes and standing in front of the mirror and being like, holy shit, uh, you got to get some things figured out, pal. So that's usually, uh, how I get back into the gym or training jujitsu. So, once I get that in order, I will get that fixed. I always like to not steal other people's ideas, but you, you get inspiration from other people's list or whatever else they try to give you with that motivation stuff. So I have been doing my list. If you like Google how to get motivated, the first like 20 links that you'll click, it'd be like nine ways, eight ways, 45 ways. It's like six ways. It's like, who are these people? Like what that works for them or they work for like nine of their friends, but you just got to find it in yourself to do it. I kind of do the same thing with my interviews. Like I'll, whoever I interview, I'll kind of like not cherry pick. What would be the reverse of cherry picking? Because what I do is I listen to the interview and if they ask a lame question or the same question that everyone else asks, I won't, I won't ask it. I'll just pretend I already knew it. So it makes me look smarter. So it's not really cherry picking. What would it be called? Cherry throwing? Like I take the cherry and just throw it right back or do I just eat it from the tree? Someone help me out with that. What would be the opposite of cherry picking? 
because I, uh, I think that's funny. Um, but yeah, nothing really new going on in my life. I wrote a bunch of stuff down. I think what's funny too, I was saying this on Twitter. It's like, shout out to all the people, uh, especially podcasters that take care of their mental health and take medication because cotton mouth is for real. I'm not talking about the devil's lettuce or Mary Joanna. I'm talking about just straight up pharmaceutical meds prescribed by a doctor. And my mouth is so dry right now. I was like chugging water before this. It's just funny. It's like, I just love how there's like so many side effects with drugs. I've always talked about like Play-Doh pants and all this stuff. And you just have to take the good with the bad. And you're like, all right, well, at least I'm happy, but I can barely like taste anything. And I feel like I'm just eating sand all day. But it actually helped. It's like kind of like a, it's like a placebo almost. Because you're like, now I got to keep drinking water, drinking water. But then sometimes I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to keep drinking iced coffee until I die. Because I'm pretty sure that's my blood type is iced coffee. Iced coffee and buffalo sauce is like what can like is inside of my body if you put an x-ray if like i went through the airport put my hands up and they saw my inside of my naked body it would be um iced coffee black and buffalo sauce not the healthiest like i'm a little guy i hate that like i am out of shape right now just because i'm little doesn't mean like i'm out of shape like oh yeah whatever it's like all right well sorry that i was born in this body uh i don't feel healthy i get tired when i walk up the stairs right now but I can only blame myself. Got to get back into the swing of things. I don't want to go to the gym. And that's another thing. The people that go to the gym January 1st, gym anxiety is real. It's like people get all upset that they're starting over. It's like, hey, man, how about let some people start? Yeah, it's going to be busy for a little bit and people will flake out and leave. That's fine. But how about you motivate the people? Because people that go to the gym always think they're getting stared at or getting made fun of. And they pretty much are. Like everyone has that friend on like Snapchat or Instagram that like videotapes somebody at the gym doing something weird. And sometimes it's warranted. I get it. But those people see that and they're like, I don't want to go to the gym because my dickhead friend's doing it. Why wouldn't someone do it to me? I always wondered that too. It's like, how many times have I been filmed out in public being like, look at this asshole? It's got to be a lot. Or just being in the background of someone's photo and like getting made fun of. Because I do that too. I'm like, look at this fucking asshole in the back of this photo we took. I could be that asshole. That'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what's going on. Nothing, nothing new. I meant to talk about this. Uh, me and three of my uh, friends from work, we went to this thing called Level 99. And I actually went with my buddy Duffin Baker like a week before that. So this is why I went back to it. Um, it's like a, uh, it's like an escape room, but not really. And it's like a human video game. It's like all these different rooms and you go in there and do like different challenges. Like you got to like jump. It's like video game and like real life. So like there was one where like you had to like hit the buttons on the side of the wall, but you had to like climb on ropes. And like I was doing like, fucking monkey crawls and like hitting these like lights and stuff and you had to like go through like 20 it's like hard it's like fucking hard as shit and you like got to use team it's like it would be like a good thing for like um like team building and all that type of stuff but like you got to be physically fit like then i thought they should just make an american gladiators course and like you got like the tennis ball shooter like hitting the guy named nitro and shit god damn you know what ruined american gladiators the fucking challenge and having steroids accessible to everybody because American Gladiators was legit, and then they made guts for kids that wanted to be American Gladiators, and then I think those kids wanted to be on the challenge, and the challenge just ruined everything. The challenge sucks now. It used to be great. CT was putting Johnny Bananas on his back. I can go on a tangent with that, but anyway, let's get back into more mental health stuff. So I have this problem with me uh, probably through my whole life where uh, I do have anger problems. I've been working on them for quite some time. If you know me personally in my real world life, uh, you've probably dealt with it sometimes. 
So I always, I, again, I always Google things to see like, um, because I love Googling things because it's funny now that like all, everything I write is always predetermined before I hit enter. And it's crazy because back in the day we had Jeeves, we had to ask Jeeves and he only knew so much. Then Google came around. That guy's fucking asked out of a job. Don't even know if he's collecting unemployment anymore. But yeah, so I Googled this. It was like, when you're having those spiral moments like I do sometimes because of my bipolar, I get into these moments where I just shut down emotionally and I don't care. And I'll just say fucking kind of rotten shit to people, not like intentionally. But I was looking, I was like, why do I do that? And I'm actually going to bring that up with my therapist coming up. But I saw something on this website. It's like very well. I, I read them a lot. It's pretty cool. It's like a newspaper from mental health. And it was called like Ask a Therapist. And it was like saying things you don't mean to people. And that happens a lot where like you say something fucking just terrible. Then like after you like you come back in, you're like, hey, hey, it's very it happens a lot. I think it happens with people uh, in relationships, whether it is like platonic or like marriage or something like a roommate or something like anything. It's just like it comes out because people like me uh, have those issues. So I was reading some things uh, to help with that. Um, and I can go over because I don't know if anyone else has dealt with that or I'm just uh, a fucking asshole. At least I don't videotape people at the gym. Because uh, anyway, I don't go to the gym, so it kind of like works out. So, if you realize you're saying things that are awful and you regret them the next day or a couple of weeks from then, which I do, sorry, I'm very stuffy. I'm still avoiding COVID. I don't know how, but I am. And I think the heat in my house is making me dry, and I have like a bucket full of tissues with just like blood in them. I don't know. That was uncalled for. Take ownership. You can offer an explanation, but no excuse. I'm huge into that. I always own up and I always put my hand up if I fuck up. And if it's clear as day or if someone points it out, I'm like, okay, I sit, I, I sit corrected because I'm usually wrong when I'm sitting down. Don't know why. That's the thing for me. I'm never wrong when I'm standing up. Um, I feel like I'm out of breath as fuck. That's how like out of shape I am. Look how tight my shirt is. I'm like, I can't even breathe. But yeah, so take ownership. You got to you gotta look yourself in the mirror and be like, yeah, I fucked up. I said some shit I shouldn't have said. Um, catch yourself before you get too angry. When your body triggers a stress response, it's your sign that you shouldn't say anything at least not right now, and you should take a break from the conversation, which I have been doing and learning. If I get egged on, it's tough to step back because you, you want to take a break, but you don't want to because you don't want to forget shit. So like I'll type stuff down in my notebook and be like, yeah, I'm going to fucking nail somebody with this. And, uh, and then I usually just delete it. So that's a good one is uh, catching yourself before you get too angry. Not easy. These aren't easy. I'm not going to say they're easy, but they are a starting point and you can mesh them any way you want. Um, develop a plan. Um, take a break, walk away. That's kind of like my thing is once you start figuring out or catching yourself, it's easier to develop a plan off that and take breaks. Uh, work on yourself. You got to check in with yourself every so often, figure out what's causing it, why, what time. Is it because you're hungry? Is it because you have to take a shit? Is it because you're not getting any sleep? Uh, yeah, that usually is my case. Sometimes things trigger me where I get upset about certain things, like when I can't do a project or like I can't figure something out like a problem. I get really like agitated and like just like that mix of shit uh, can set me off, um, which again, and then practice uh, healthy communication. Don't ignore the problems or sweep them under the rug. I think everyone knows uh, that never ends out working out for anybody. So practice healthy communication when everyone's calmed down. You kind of just, you own up, be like, hey, uh, I'm sorry. I fucked up. What I said, I didn't really mean. I was just trying to lash out and uh, let's get this fixed out. And it's pretty easy. Once that gets out there, um, again, it's not easy to do all that, but once you get it out, it's easier from there. And then, uh, last, if you can't get any help or it's not working, obviously go out to a therapist. 
And there's actually a lot of online therapy that you can go to if you have insurance or don't have health insurance. Some of it is out of pocket or whatever, but if you can manage your money and not spend on certain things and budget for your mental health, everyone can do that. I'm not saying everyone can afford everything. It's not easy. Nothing's easy in life. Fucking life is fucked up and tough, but you definitely want to um, make sure you're okay uh, so the people around you are okay. It always starts with you, no matter what. It always starts with you and ends with you, right? Does that make sense? So another thing I wanted to get into, let's talk about the duality of life. Huh? Let's get a little deep here. You got love and hate, joy and sorrow, darkness and light, life and death, good and evil, right? I'll say the one thing about the duality in life with the love and hate. People hate, people love to hate. Like, I feel like that's one. I feel like, yeah, there is love and hate. But like, what's more if I love to hate something? Like, I'm a hater. Like, I'm the player hater. Do you love that more? Or do you hate that more? Those ones are kind of mesh. Everything else is kind of like on one side. But the people that love to hate, it's kind of like, kind of cancels each other up. But I want to talk about toxic posit- toxic positivity. There it is, Tim. You don't know how to say a word, toxic positivity. I'm going to stop making up my own fucking words and make this all, all easy. Because I was about to say toxic positivity. Like it's, I don't know. Either way. So if you don't know what that is, toxic positive. Oh my God, you fucking idiot. Take two. Toxic positivity involves dismissing negative emotions and responding to distress with false reassurance rather than empathy. It comes from feeling uncomfortable with negative emotions. It is often well-intentioned, but can cause alienation and feeling of disconnection. Um, I feel like we all know what that is. I feel like at the time when I read that, I go, okay, I think I know what toxic positivity is. It's people that just like don't necessarily like remotely even think or like try to think or just suppress their negativity or negative thoughts. It's always the people being like, hey man, uh, positive attitude, PMA, like, oh, everything's going to be all right. It's like, ah, how about you stop saying that because it's not helping me. Because um, you have to manage your emotions, uh, but don't deny them. Um and the signs of them of toxic positivity is you dismiss or brush off feelings that aren't positive. So you're like, yes, eh, that's too negative for me. I'll just, uh, I'll just make that positive. Uh, you feel guilt or shame, experience negative emotions. You're avoiding or hiding from uncomfortable feelings, which I do all the time. Um, you only focus on positive aspects of a painful situation. Um, and when people say happiness is a choice, um, I'll say I, I relate to this just a small crack. Yeah. The opposite of toxic positivity, I'm going to get into in a second, but toxicity in general is uh, is for real. Um, toxic relationships with anything, but toxic positivity uh, is for real. And there, there, like, there's some statements like this when people say, just stay positive, good vibes only. It could be worse. Things happen for a reason. I say that sometimes, but I don't believe in it. Failure isn't an option. I feel like that's a fucking t-shirt from Under Armour. Happiness is a choice. Eh, I don't think so. Alternatives that are non-toxic, you can say. I'm listening. I'm here no matter what. That must be really hard. Sometimes bad things happen. How can I help? Failure is sometimes part of life and your feelings are valid. I want to make a shirt against that. Happiness is a choice. I'm like, you know what? Oh, no, wait. Failure isn't an option. You know what? Failure is sometimes a part of life. That's going to be my new t-shirt line where I don't sell any of the t-shirts. So by the way, buy some 20 10 minute merch. Go to 2010minutes.com to buy your shirt, hat, whatever you want. I got it. You need it. All right, back to the show. That was my plug for uh, ads. 
If I get ads in the show down the road, don't be mad at me, but I need money and I need it bad. If you have any, let me know and where I can find it. I don't know what an NFT is and I don't want anyone to explain it to me because it looks uh, confusing, scary, and I don't know why everyone looks like a fucking monkey. But either way, do not explain to me what an NFT is. Don't sell me on it. I don't know if it has to do with Bitcoin. Don't care. Just the future freaks me out. Motion City soundtrack. Um, but yeah, so the opposite of that is tragic optimism, which I relate to a lot. Um, it simply means remaining optimistic in spite of the tragic nature of life and the suffering we all face on this path. It kind of sounds similar, but not really. So I get that as like, like I deal with being bipolar. Like this, my fucking podcast is tragic optimism. Like that would be, that's the name of this episode. Name of the episode that. If you already got to this point, didn't read the uh, the episode intro or the episode fucking name, then you're late. I always take the positive out of my negatives and I'm very open about my negatives. If you, if you listen to the show and know me and I like that, that is a, uh, it's like cherry picking. I didn't know what the opposite of cherry picking is. Now I know what the opposite of uh, toxic positivity is. It's tragic optimism. So I always make morbid jokes. I'm a very morbid person. It's what I get through. If I didn't have my humor, I probably would have killed myself. Um, finding the humor in something, even if it's very dark and doom and gloom, I love that. I love awkwardness. And Awkwardness is tough. Don't get me wrong. I have troubles with it all the time. Like my back sweats, hand sweaty, mom spaghetti. Um, but it is so funny to deal with that shit when you get people's face being like, what? And they go like cross-eyed for a half second. So tragic, tragic optimism I relate to more. Um, so it's like turn your suffering into stories of success to, despite the pain. So you just, you just going through it. Like that's, you just fucking bite your tongue and go through Use your guilt to grow and change into a better person, which I feel like I've been doing. Uh, use the fleetingness of life, the awareness that we'll all be dust soon, to spur yourself to take responsibility for your life and to take meaningful action. Life is a special gift, even in hard times. Um, it's like anger is a gift. At first, I never knew what that meant as a kid when listening to Rage Against the Machine, but I get it now. Having anger is good because you can grow from it. Like being angry, you get your feelings out and you're not hiding it. You got to do it in a healthy manner. I'm not saying being angry all the time is a, is a great gift to give people. It's a good gift for yourself to learn and grow. So anger is a gift. Um, I understand that now. And that song makes a lot more sense. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but let's wrap up, guys. I didn't think I was going to do well in this episode again. If, <laughs> I'll tell you, one of these days I'm going to be like, I nailed this episode. I can't wait to fucking record it. Um, I should have interviews coming out soon. I do apologize for people that actually like those, which they are fucking great. I just, it comes down to the editing and I hate it. I have the time, but I just don't have the patience and the mental fortitude to fucking do it, dude. Um, but so the nonprofit I uh, volunteer with from time to time, the Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition, I talked to my, uh, talked to my lady, Jenny, and uh, I was like, oh, you should have just like a link that people can donate directly because it's very hard to... In this day and age, you'd be like, okay, where can I send money to? So I told her to set up a PayPal. So if anyone would like to donate, even just like a dollar, if I have like all my listeners and all my followers just donate a dollar, that'd be great. It's uh, You can do them on PayPal. It's uh, at PCSPC. The, uh, the um, what is it? I'm going to say algorithm. That's on it. The fucking, God damn it! I don't know. The fucking initials for Plymouth County Suicide Prevention Coalition. Go, uh, go give them a donation. Uh, it's very helpful. It's kind of like the indie pod podcasters of like helping your community. 
like these big uh, companies are doing great and everything, but like it's these people that are in the community doing the hard work, getting people together, like working with state reps, all that stuff. So that's a hundred percent nonprofit. It goes right to them. So no one's getting any, any kickback on any of those fees. So if you could, uh, you'd be so ever so helpful donating. That would be great. My song suggestion. I'm going to, I'm going to preference this. All right. I'm still down with them. All right. I wouldn't say I'm a diehard juggalo, but I'm still down with the clown. All right. Juggalos that you're, I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. I'm just not saying I'm, I'm not rocking the face paint. I'm not wearing the shirts anymore, but ICP and Juggalos get a bad rep. I'll say that, but they're not my song suggestion. It's the group Twisted that came from the Insane Clown Posse, and I feel like they're a little bit better. But again, don't judge me. Don't judge me because I'm down with the clown until I'm dead in the ground. Whoop, whoop. Um, they have a song called Magic Spells. Oh, man, I'm going to get so much shit about that comment. Uh, Twisted Magic Spells. Uh, great song. It kind of like reminds me of just like bipolar. And uh, they have a, a lot of good lyrics in it. And I, I just like the song. It fucking... It slaps, as the kids would say. It's a little rockish on the side, but they're like rappers with face paint and crazy hair. I don't know. I don't know how I, I... I can't justify it. I'm sorry, but I like the song, all right? Fucking sue me. You bring me up and down, take me down. Life smacks the face. I hold my ground. Another day to sing this song aloud. I wonder if they can hear me screaming. I feel you, baby. I feel you. My podcast suggestion is my man, Jeff, the podcast father. That motherfucker, listen, Jeff, I'm talking to you. If you're watching this, look. If you're hearing it, listen. Get me my introduction for an episode, okay? I don't even want to be on your show anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. I want to be on it, but I want my introduction ASAP. So if Jeff hasn't listened to this, you're a friend of Jeff, the podcast father, clip this, send it to him, and tell him to get back to me. If you don't know who he is, he speaks with and interviews all sorts of creators, talking to them about what what they're passionate about. His purpose is to highlight and promote creators, artists. Some may be well-known, others are lesser known, but they're just as spirited. Join Jeff on his journey, starting out as the indie podcast, The Podcast Father. Go check him out, say hi, tell him to fucking send me my intro. I don't care that I'm swearing. People people are getting upset that I've been swearing too much. Don't care. Looking at you, Jeff. I think that's it. Right, I think that is it. What a quick episode. That was fun. Do you guys have fun? I had fun. You guys are fun. I love you guys. Have a good one. And we're clear. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.